0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. All right, RJ, let's continue that conversation. So,
1: first segment, I think we cleared up. Whatever you think of Antonio Brown, this situation deserves to be judged on its own merits. Would you play devil's advocate at all to say, you know, actually, maybe not? Maybe this situation shouldn't be. Maybe what happened in the past should be the issue. No, I don't think so. Control room, anyone? No thoughts. All right. You all get your $5 as soon as the show's (laughs) over. Now, part two. Here's a theory uh, for you to disregard (laughs) completely. uh. But you shouldn't disregard it. Okay. Here's the premise. And tell me if this is correct in your mind, AJ. Antonio Brown was on the field playing. He... Was upset supposedly about his target share, and it is worth noting that AB had three different bonuses that were within range this game and the next game. So it would have been the next last game, and in, in theory, the last or the uh, last game, which is coming up this week, he would have had to have. Uh, uh, Brad, but you've got those numbers, don't you? Uh yeah, just one second. Yeah, so we'll get the exact numbers. But it's like eight catches, fifty-five yards or so in one touch. I know it was one touchdown, and I think eight catches, fifty-five yards. So if he had normal two, you know, two games, he you know probably get those. To be
0: fair, he had five targets in the first half, uh-huh. so was on pace for above his season average of
1: targets. Yeah. And 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 again, no one's questioning. Did did a wide did a diva wide receiver want more targets okay. when a million dollars was on the line? I think that's the best bet of the week. If he gets five, <laughs> he's going to want seven. If he okay, and if you're what, correct, it was uh, eight catches, fifty five yards, one touchdown. Ah, yeah, there you go. That was lucky. All right, so you can see where normal course of things he's going to get it, but if he but listen, has in the history have teams have the front office called down and say, hey, um. Do we really need A B you know, I don't know if you you know here's how all they'd have to do. I don't know if you know this, but Antonio Brown has his bonuses, blah, blah, blah. Here's his current situation, blah, blah, blah. You following? Okay. It's to you tomorrow. What do you get from that, AJ?
0: I guess if I were Bruce Arians, now first of all,
1: we're totally. What I'm, the point I'm making here is it wouldn't be beyond reason. It's not that the team would have an agenda not to get, but it's also very possible the team had no agenda.
0: Now, also, and again, I can't put myself in the shoes of Bruce Arians, but if I'm Bruce Arians and I get that call at halftime, I say, "Hey, GM, the score. We're we're down to the New York Jets at halftime." I can't worry about not getting my guy think, the ball. I don't
1: think secret phone calls are happening. Okay, I mean, do you?
0: Well, that's what I thought you were saying. I'm like,
1: saying, like on Wednesday, he makes him aware of the of the stat. I mean, the, the fact you're struggling with this throws me. All right, do you really believe that throughout the history of the NFL there aren't winks and nods from the GM about what they want agenda wise for these players? You don't think, like with Baker Mayfield, that maybe there was an agenda to put him back on the field hurt again because it can. It, it can can devalue him. I think 100%. There are, right, but so I also then think- why then why act like the, I, all I'm saying is this is very possible and it's also very reasonable that Brown's going to want a lot of targets. I'm not sure what to make of any of it. I'm not sure it even matters. But this is the excuse people are making that AB was demanding too many targets. But go ahead.
0: No, all I was saying was if that were the case earlier in the week, if he got that memo, I would think there'd
1: that, be no written memo. Well,
0: I, if he got the wink nod, yeah he would there would also be a wink nod that hey if we need him he's going to have to do what he's got to do
1: yeah okay we're straight out of vegas obviously i mean it's like but what i don't even understand the difference though because if it was about the team like it never got to that right meaning let's say there was a wink and a nod and even an understanding that if it's not a direct order the coach is going to do what he thinks is right but if it was a tight game against the jets and there's like you know we should start throwing them I don't, I mean, it didn't happen because he didn't go back on the field, right? So it, it, I guess we're getting into the mud for no reason. Let's move it off to the side there. Okay, now, what really happened? What really happened? Well, AB has his version of it. And in that version, he's talking about that he said, I don't feel, I didn't feel like I could play. Now, he didn't have an injury, did he? Bruce Arian said. Well, I don't know if Bruce Arians is aware of the injury report, but and we got those exact days, right, McKenzie? What days was he on the injury report?
0: He was on the injury report since returning from suspension through coming back uh, in his last game last week.
1: Okay, so every day that he has come back from suspension, prior to that game, he was on the injury report? Yes, with his ankle. Okay, so... It wasn't thrown on the injury report the last day. It was he came back from suspension. On day one, he was on the injury report. On day middle, whatever, day two, day three, day four, and day final, he was on the injury report. To the point that multiple people I respect were like, I don't expect him to play this game. It wasn't certain he would even play. Antonio Brown certainly has a reputation of – playing hard. I mean, whatever happened off the field, on the field, as a Steelers fan, I can tell you, he was always a warrior to us fans. Ryan Clark, um, the safety who's on Get Up, former Steelers safety, said he's never seen an offensive player work harder. So listen, OJ was great on the field. I mean, you can split it up, no doubt. But he was not a guy to beg off and say, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. But Regardless, he was on the injury report. Now, before the show, AJ, you said something interesting. You said, "Yeah, but he was cleared to play, right?" He was. And well, no,
0: I'm saying that's what the Bucks statement said. This,
1: a big point was he's clear to play. Yes, exactly. So he's hurt. He's gotten it out to play. He's clear. The doctor says he can play if he wants. And then the then the game starts. On the first play, the second play, the twentieth play. You can reaggravate an injury. Tom Brady, when he blew out his knee, was cleared to play before the game. He got hurt, and then he didn't play after because he blew out his knee. So how in the world would anyone know, right, if someone you got to assume the player is trustworthy if he says he's hurt. And you know what? If you don't think he is trustworthy, cut him. But by Tampa Bay keeping Antonio Brown on the team, they're saying, we believe this guy when he says he's hurt. Or how do you run an organization? If you had an ownership, and let me ask, AJ, if you had an ownership, a coaching whatever, that didn't believe a player, oh, if he says he's hurt, we don't believe it, then aren't you insane to have him on the team? Absolutely. How do you even do that? You can't force him to go out on the field. So it's like all this stuff about the injury is crazy, he was hurt. he was on the injury report. The fact that Bruce Arians is trying to act like he wasn't.
0: Or that he didn't know the ankle existed, like he didn't know there was an ankle problem.
1: Then that's either he should be fired for incompetence. If it, Probably the most second most important offensive player, right, or coming in that game was Antonio Brown. Yeah. Right? So if your second most important player who's been on the injury report every day since he came out of suspension, and you don't know he's on the injury report, is that what, how, what must you be hiding <laughs> to want that to be the narrative? Okay, all right. There's one. <laughs> That's a good point. We're
0: straight out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
1: app. Okay. Okay. Oh, now here's the thing. What Antonio Brown did after with the shirt and the Hulk Hogan stuff. It's horrible. I mean, it's like, who wants that, right? I wouldn't want my dad doing that. I wouldn't want my kid doing that. But that's not the point. And let's be candid. They use the word trigger. And I know trigger is a word that people have really moved away from, especially if you're kind of a take responsibility. Oh, you were triggered, huh? Okay, but it's a psychological definition of there are, and we all get triggered. There's certain I can tell you this. There's things about, you know, we all got our things, right? There's things about with my dad, If my dad does something to this day, it will make me feel like I'm 20. I get so mad at it. I mean, we all have those things, right? Now, what do we do with those, right? Do we take those and, and go rob a, you know, like rob a liquor store because we're mad? Then you go to jail, and the trigger doesn't matter. But what Antonio Brown did wasn't illegal. He took his shirt off and acted like a fool or whatever you want to call it. And we can say that's part of him, man. He's, he's a shaky character. It doesn't change what happened in the middle here. right? So what else is in dispute? Everyone else agrees. Meaning Antonio Brown said, I didn't want to go out and play because I was hurt. Bruce Arians says Antonio Brown didn't. Refused to play. The only, Those line up. The only dispute is why they're saying it's because he's obstinate, because he's stubborn, because he just said, I'm on strike or something. I know that he said that, but that's what he meant. And he's saying, no, I said I was hurt. It all comes down to that. Because if he did say he was hurt, how can you defend Tampa Bay? How can you? I mean, even if you hate—if Antonio Brown beat up your brother and put his head in the toilet—and put your head in the toilet, you hate him that much. By the way, I don't know he did that to anyone. <laughs> AJ, let's assume he did that to you, though you probably can whip him, but okay. I don't know, that'd be a good fight. He's quick, I'm sure. Small. Yeah, get, get on your back I mean I'd, I'd pay to watch it well, but I tell but here's the question how do you make Antonio Brown wrong if he said I was I'm hurt if that's the truth then you can't make him wrong he's he's in the right
0: if he said I, I'm too hurt to go play then he then he's in within his rights to say that
1: and if he did say that not only is he within his rights there's no way for you to reasonably say he didn't do it because how do you know it's not like a broken bone. And now, isn't it interesting that on Monday or Tuesday they came out with his injuries, and he's and he has bone fracture. Well, going to have surgery. Yeah, he's going to have surgery. So now that's been proven. So he's so hurt that he has to have surgery. But Tampa Bay wants us to say think he didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, what? The, it's almost incomprehensible. But. What's the rest of the media saying? They're all nodding. They're all nodding. And you know what's really interesting? And I'm going to tease this because it's so good. It's the way that the media is handling this that tells me 100%. And this is my personal opinion. But my opinion is it's 100% that Brown's telling the truth and the NFL knows it. And the NFL is trying to squash it. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6
0: p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. You get your podcasts.
1: I love Vegas. Vegas is coming on strong. Remember in Devil's Advocate Pacino, who was playing the devil, said, It's our time now. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying Vegas and the devil, but I'm saying it's our time now. Okay, right for me, you're former programming director for ESPN Houston's radio station. You know, big job, big job, executive level stuff from AJ. You understand business. You understand news. You understand the narrative, the cycles. The, you know. Tell me how you rate the sensationalism of this story, the, the newsworthiness, how much meat is on the bone when I set it up factually like this. You've got a Hall of Fame player, checkered past. You've got a head coach who is outspoken. Media loves him. He's white. The Hall of Fame player is black there is a mysterious needle involved being injected. And then there's a blow up and you got film on, he's ripping off his shirt. It's almost like a movie. This is a movie where you are saying, how much of the past do we focus on? How much of the future did that, is that coach somehow, you know, got biases. This feels like it literally could be pitched as a movie. Do you agree that it's that sensational? Absolutely. And it's the, when we, Got together today and started talking
0: about what we're leading off the show with. I said, it's it's obvious what we're leading the show with.
1: So how has the other media covered this? Has it been like nonstop replaying? It's like the malice in the palace, like replaying the tape. No. (laughs) No. What I've seen is everyone as quickly as possible trying to get off of the facts of this and talk about Brown's past. I mean, that's all I've seen. I mean, Mackenzie, have you seen anything else? No, I've not. Ask yourself that question. How could something this sensational, and I'm not even I'm not even blaming the media organizations, because you know what? There's a conflict at the heart of media in this country, in all ways, that is just irredeemable, which is that an ESPN. Whatever the organization is, they are partners with the NFL. The biggest thing ESPN has is Monday Night Football. So if they get one of those back channel winks, hey, we don't wanna stress this story, you think that the, and then that those bo- people tell the bosses of the shows? And then what, the anchor is gonna start screaming about it? No. Everyone's gonna do what's best for their career, and the big bosses are gonna do what's best for the bottom line. That's why it's hard when you have, you know, at the New York Times, which in theory is supposed to be perfect, there's a theory of a Chinese wall. Where on one side is advertising, on the other side is content, and content's supposed to work without any knowledge of it. They're not supposed to even interact, because you can't say because someone bought an ad, they're supposed to get better treatment. But this is the real world and it doesn't happen that way. And how in the heck isn't this the biggest story, one of the biggest stories of the year on an off Wednesday like this?
0: Do you think – well, it's Thursday now. Oh, There's no football, so it's throwing everybody off. Fair enough. But do you think that if Antonio Brown hadn't had his – Covid kerfuffle earlier this year that there may be more media members standing up to defend him. I
1: don't even care about defending him. What I find interesting, yes,
0: or I pointing think- out what you're pointing out rather.
1: May I don't know about that because this isn't something. The beautiful thing about this show, and you got to give Fox Sports Radio credit. Part of my deal was, listen, you got give me the rules ahead, and then I, you know, I get to do my show. And they, in fact, they wouldn't have had any other way. That's what they wanted, right? So I'm not getting memos saying talk about this, don't talk about that. There's been one time that I asked Scott, who's you know my direct supervisor, hey, I'm thinking of talking about this. He goes, I don't think it's a good one. Here's why. And he was right. And I said, all right, I don't think it's the forum for it. He didn't even say no. He just was kind of given, here's why he thought it wasn't a good thing. And that's once in like three and a half years. right? So the other times I like talk about what you want. Because yeah, I like to chat. Like, It's not that I'm not going to do it. Because if I thought I had to, I would. But I want to find out, hey, what's your thoughts? Because people know more than me about radio. And I want to understand, is this a good topic or not? This is a—I don't care if they would have been bashing him. It should have—my issue isn't the type of coverage. It's the amount of coverage. It's not—it's being squashed, it feels like. Instead of—you know how when something happens, they throw fire or gas on the fire? This is like they're putting the fire out. And that tells me the NFL is scared and— Why? Because I do think that vial is an interesting question. He got injected with something, and someone said, that's Toradol. And then someone said, well, actually, they don't do Toradol anymore, except in pill form. So what was in the vial? I got an idea that they don't want that being discussed too much. And you know what? I'm discussing it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com.
0: And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.